Welcome to the Motherhood from Scratch podcast. We are two moms with large families striving to be gospel-centered in everything we do. From homeschooling and marriage to homemaking and healthy living, nothing is off limits. Join us for a time of encouragement as we walk out motherhood together for Christ's glory. Hi, everybody. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to Motherhood from Scratch. Today is going to be a lot different. Stephanie, she gets a break. So it is me and my spouse. You guys get to hear from him. So babe, say hi. What's good with (laughs) y'all? All right. So we are going to get right into it. So we are going to be talking about a few different things today, but I got my topic. Um, I was inspired by a study that we just did with um, me and another group of women did with um, Rachel Jankovic, and it was about friendship and relationships, and it was about um, abiding in Christ and just a lot of good stuff. But before I jump into that, uh, Ben, I want you to go ahead and just give a little history about our relationship and kind of where we are now, because you know, I said little bits and pieces, but nobody's met you, so. <laughs> All right, cool. Um, so we met when what you was 12 13 well yeah that's when we initially met okay yeah that's when we first (laughs) (laughs) nah not even though she was digging your boy but um no so we met uh we started dating at 18 and we dated for a year um and we we were good for a year we got married and then you moved out to hawaii and things are really good Um, and we kind of had this relationship that was based on, um, you know, just two young couple of kids in love. Basically, that's what our relationship was based on. Uh, I thought I was a Christian. Uh, Jessica was a Christian. So, you know, we just, you know, we figured we had everything, Hawaii, two Christians together, um, and everything was good. And then we moved to Florida. (laughs) And then, uh... (laughs) Things kind of hit the fan. Um, I found out that I wasn't a Christian there. Um, and that's when me and Jessica's marriage really, really hit rock bottom pretty much. Um, I remember, I do remember times when you would basically like come to me and be like, you know, I wish you were around more and things like that. And I would do crazy things and stuff that I think about now. And I'm like, man, I was, I, I got no problem with it. I was just a terrible husband and a terrible father. But I remember I would like get off work or if I had an off day and I would just hoop on the basketball court for hours. And uh, <laughs> we had many conversations about that. But I had this whole mentality of I'm not going to change for anybody. Um, and I felt like change was a thing that it just wasn't me. I ain't changing. I'm not about to change. Um, you married who you married. And uh, <laughs> Jessica has a lot of patience with that when I when I think more and more ba- uh, back on that. But what really changed things was when I got saved, um, that was now seven years ago. It was November uh, 27, 2020, 2014. Um, I got saved and that changed everything. Uh, that changed our relationship. That changed everything about our relationship. Um, 
and I and I would even say it even changed you a lot. Honestly, it changed my family, um, but it absolutely turned our relationship around because our relationship focused more on God um, than it does us. But in turn, when your relationship does focus more on God, uh, the beautiful thing about that is is you bless each other more. <laughs> so yeah, so yeah. It's a, yeah. So, so yeah, I, I think mean, that's a good summary. Yeah, no, I think that I think you did a great job. <laughs> but, so why do you think that it's important that God is the center of our relationships? I mean, even I think a lot of the people who listen to us know that um, when it comes to our relationship, we try to follow the uh, Bible in the sense of submitting to your husband and um, also the husband to to love the wife as Christ loves the church. And so uh, what does that look like uh, for you or for just practically men today trying to live out a, a biblical relationship? What is loving your wife like Christ loved the church? Man, that's a really good question. Um, loving your wife like Christ loved the church. And it, and it also says in there, in uh, Ephesians 5, it says something very interesting. Um, it talks about how uh, a man with a wife, and it compares it to a man taking care of his own body. Mm-hmm. So it shows just how much we are linked and how much we are, are one. And when you don't love your spouse, it's also pointing to the fact that you're not even, um, it, it's almost like you're damaging yourself. It's like you're, uh, you're, you're, you're just um, I guess you're you're kind of and, and it's and it's a it's an interesting concept, but it's it's this concept of when you are loving your sp- spouse like Christ loved the church, um, you you care for her, you put her interest um, over your own personal needs or your own personal things. You you are wanting to lead her to Christ just as you are following Christ, like. It's this concept of uh, thinking about the goodness and the great gifts that God has given you and how he is giving you this precious uh, gift of this woman, this wife that you get to be with and keeping that into perspective of, yo, this is a gift. Mm -hmm. And when you respect that and you actually like honor that and you take care of that, it blesses you. Because when you when you go and you wreck your own marriage, it's not like you're like you're getting good out of that. You're also damaging yourself. It's it's a really interesting concept. When I started to think about how how connected and how linked we are, but it's true. Like if I'm not having a good day, and 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 if me and Jessica are at odds, I feel that in everything. I feel it in my prayer time. I feel it in my study time. Like I feel it in in, in my other relationships. It's kind of like I'm I'm just feeling a certain type of way. Like I feel it in every person that I talk to, everything I do when me and Jessica aren't good. I feel it. <laughs> so it's it's really and I and I've told you that before, but it's true. Yeah. Like it, it really does. It it really affects me. And there's even that scripture. It's in first, I think it's in first Peter chapter three look it up and, and you can you can check me on that but it's in first peter where it says to to 
honor your wife as a weaker um, vessel so that your prayers aren't hindered. And I'm like, yo, that's, that's a heavy scripture to like, if you think about it. So my prayers to God can be affected on how I treat my wife. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think, I think that's really, um, I think that that's really good. Uh, now, so what about for, um, for the women, because I know a lot of women are uh, listening to this. What about if you are the one who is, the woman is the one who's like, okay, um, I am trying to um, be a godly biblical wife, woman, but my spouse is not. What about uh, those who have a spouse who is not saved, or maybe they got married young and one of them came to Christ and one of them didn't. How do you, well, I guess it can be two different situations because you can have, um, you can have all types of relationships in the sense of um, one who's not saved, one who says they're saved, but they're not living uh, that mm-hmm. way. But I guess what encouragement would you give to, um, to women out there who uh, are living, are trying to live out the word, but their spouse, they're like, you're not, you're not doing it. Do we give them a rebuke? You know, is it, do, do we go to pastor? What are we, what are we supposed to do in that time while we're waiting? Because uh, just to let you guys know, we had that time. Um, now I did right. not arrive in my faith. It was not like I had a halo over my head. When Ben was talking about, we went through that really rough time. It's crazy because while God was revealing sin in his life uh he was also revealing sin in my own it was Mm -hmm. it was different situations but God still as he was moving through my husband's life he was also moving through mine and so there there was a a time where I was like you know uh, looking at my husband like okay God I'm trying to be this biblical wife and do all of these things and and my husband he not he not being right but I I didn't even take time to sit down and be like wait a minute like we I have not arrived yet so like <laughs> like do we so I guess I guess that can be that can be answered in a lot of different ways um but do we continue to do we continue to strive and live out the gospel or you know what does that what does that look like so I, I mean, and I, and that definitely can be answered in a lot of different ways. Um, but you know, it the proverb that says a soft answer turns away wrath, and I think a, a little bit of that is echoed in First uh, Peter, where it also talks about how um, having a gentle and kind uh, a spirit and and being uh, with your conduct winning your husband over. Um, I don't think that we understand and we see just how much um, our conduct matters and and how much we kind of we really do play off of one another. And, and it's, it's really hard to be angry and upset and be in a fight and yell with somebody when somebody is not going to the same level with you. <laughs> like that's, that's really, really hard. And then yeah. it's even harder when that same person is doing things that are nice and kind to you. And it's like, now I'm really upset at you. And I think that that's, that part right there gets overlooked because we want to be wise in our own eyes. Um, that, that's, the, that's what we want to do. Even when you're looking at a marriage, marriage a lot of times you're going to see your spouse's uh flaws their sins they're going to be there so 
it's going to be really easy to throw some shots out there or feel like, you know what, you, you failing in this, 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 and this, or you failing in that. And, and I'm not saying don't have those conversations, but when you win somebody over with your conduct and you're actually just being obedient to the word and just, and, you know, following Christ in that God gets glorified. And then not only that you become a greater witness and then not only that, you're doing things God's way. And mm-hmm. it's going to come to a point when you figure out in your Christian walk, it's just better to do it the Lord's way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, it just is. Yeah, it took us, it took us a, a little bit to, to figure that out. Uh, but I, I think we're doing, I think we're doing a pretty good job uh, now. I think God doing work on our yes. marriage, honestly. And I, and I ain't even going, and I ain't even like, I ain't going, uh, going to try to exaggerate, but real talk, I love my wife and <laughs> me and my wife have a really good relationship. And I, and that doesn't mean that it's perfect. Please don't hear me saying that, but I absolutely love my wife. We, we have really, really good times. Um, and I, and I think that, that there is a lot of joy there and I, I really, I, I am grateful because I know what we've been through <laughs> yeah. and I know that it's nothing but God's grace to see where we are now. Yeah, no. And, and I love and appreciate my husband. We definitely have been through a lot. I think that's, that's one of the things that, uh, I think that's one of the things when we have people who are, uh, who are seeing our relationship and some people will almost seem like they're mad or irritated. And don't get me wrong. Like me and my husband, my husband, he is a little bit more affectionate on the outside than I am. <laughs> and people will see yeah, our boy. relationship and sometimes they'll say comments about it or uh, they'll just say things about it. And I'm like, no, like we need to celebrate marriages. Like there's, there's nothing wrong with a happy uh, a happy, healthy marriage, even, even if someone is being affectionate or whichever, like that's, that's a good thing. That's like, if we can celebrate that outside of marriage, then, well, the culture, not, you know, we, but if the culture can celebrate, you know, all these, these different things outside of marriage and how much more should we be able to celebrate a married couple? And so that's the next thing that I want to get into is a little bit about the culture. So while I was thinking about uh, what to talk about on this podcast, I was thinking about one of my biggest battles is especially when we have this super big feminist culture and thinking about what the Bible says and uh, what we're doing. And so what me and Stephanie are doing, we're homemakers, we're homeschoolers. We, we try the best that we can to take care of our home, um, to take care of our children and everything that that entails. Uh, but the culture tells us that, okay, but unless you are doing it specifically for you, unless you are making some type of monetary uh, value from it or uh, amount, then it doesn't really count. Like kids don't really count. And so uh, it made me think about 
my struggle, because that's something I wrestle with is when I'm pouring into my house and the dirty dishes and my home and trying to homeschool the kids and they're being crazy and it just feels like stuff is falling apart. I'm like, man, like, is this even valuable? Like, I'm not, I'm not getting instant rewards from this, like compared to if I was working at a job and I was getting a bonus for when I work hard or, uh, you know, those different things. And so just saying that to say like, okay, so when we're wrestling with the, um, the culture, why does, why does it matter? Why does, um, why does being submissive to our husbands, why does taking care of our home, why does taking care of our kids, like what difference have you seen and I know I, I've been home for uh, for the majority of our marriage, but actually like being home and taking care of our children in a biblical manner, like why do you feel like that matters? Does it matter? Um, does it not matter? What, what do you think about that and like the feminist view of the woman today? <laughs> yeah, the, so the feminist view comes straight from the devil. Um, and I and I have no issue with saying that, no problem with saying that because <laughs> I can't, got no, no none because the feminist view, and this is just one view, but the, the feminist entire feminist view, view or just parts of it? No, nah, no, 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 all of it, okay. pretty much all of it. Okay, I'm gonna say pretty much all of it. I'm sure that there are things in there that you you can find a grain of of you know a nugget and be like, well, what about this? I'm sure you can find that. I'm, I'm not saying that, but let me show you, let me show you just how effective and how corrupt and evil the feminist view is. I, I'm going to read a scripture and I'm a, and, and, and I just want you to listen to this. Okay. So this is uh, Titus chapter two. And this is what, this is what um, Paul says to Titus. He says, the older women, likewise, that they be reverent in behavior, not slanderers, not given to much wine, teachers of good things, that they admonish the young women to love their husbands, to love their children, to be discreet, chaste, homemakers, good, obedient to their own husbands, that the word of God may not be blasphemed. Now, I put that up as a Facebook post once, and I had two Christian women comment on there and say, well, I can work if I want to, because, you know, Proverbs says that I can work. <laughs> and I was like, well, number one, I didn't say you couldn't. But the feminist view have gotten so ingrained, even in the church women's minds, that they, they see a text straight from the scriptures, and they have this automatic want to rebel or buck against it, because it's not a lot of the feminist view doesn't have value in being a homemaker and, 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 you know, teaching your children and things like that. The feminist view has this view of you really doing something when you a CEO and that, that straight up comes from the devil because God has order. Um, what we see is, is in the, when God makes Adam and Eve, um, Adam actually names the woman. And when you were to give a name, that was a sign of authority. So Adam had authority 
over the woman and that's not a bad thing authority is not bad <laughs> like it's mm-hmm. it's okay that i have a boss that i work for that's perfectly fine but the feminist view teaches you not nah, that's bad that's wrong you got to be out there like the men you got to and now they have the things with the the slut shaming and they have the the wop video and they're actually saying that's empowering women so it mm-hmm. takes this it takes this and why is it empowering women because we can be just as i'll say raunchy i don't know what age levels on here but we can be just as raunchy as men can be why not so it's all of this, what it's taking is it's taking the order that God created and it's turning it upside down and it's getting even church women to say, huh, that's what I want. I want, I want to be the CEO. I want to work for this job or for that job. And, you know, and, and it's crazy because our kids need, <laughs> they need teaching. They need that training. I mean, we have kids right now. I just worked at a job today and it's like a school and on the school doors, they have all gender bathrooms. We don't even know what a man and a woman is. I mean, it's going to be an entire generation that grows up and they're not going to know that there are only two genders. Wow. And it's like, and instead of saying, nah, moms, we need to get together. We need to, we need to combat this. We need to train up our children. Instead it's, no, nah, I want to work for that CEO because I can do the same thing as he can do. Yeah, yeah. I I think that the one of the biggest things, and this is also what Rachel Jankovic was saying, was that the reason that we do what we do is because Christ tells us to. Um, and so while it's not a thing of Christ is saying, homeschool your kids, the, the word tells us to teach our children and to um, even teach them the word um, and even ourselves to meditate on the word day and night. And so um, to, to be able to um, do that at home, it's so important. And when our kids are a part of the school system, while not everybody can um, homeschool and understand that, um, it becomes that much more difficult when, um, mm-hmm. when so many other people and different things are in their lives and influencing them. And while it is possible, it's just, it just is a lot tougher. And so, like I said, I understand not everybody can homeschool and be at home with their kids or even, uh, take care of their home and all of that. And God will cover you with grace and, and you pray about that and see what that looks like and your life. But the reason we do it is not so that uh, we can have this halo over our heads and say, we've achieved this or we're amazing. No, it's because we realize that the battle is very, very real out there for our, against our families, against our children. And Satan doesn't care how little or how young your kids are. He will come after them and their minds and their hearts when they're young and try to capture them there. And so I, I think it's, it's really important to abide in Christ and stay in that word, regardless of what your situation looks like, whether you're at work and you're also trying to take care of your home or while you're at home, whichever way it's, it's important to seek Christ in that and, and find peace in wherever he is leading your heart. And, uh, and yeah, 
Uh, now, the last question I do want to ask is... Wait, before you say that, before you go there, though, uh -oh. and because... <laughs> I want to, I want to, let me, let me, because I didn't really get to encourage you because I really got upset. <laughs> I, I really do hate the feminist movement. I really do. But let me, let me encourage you ladies out there. Um, <laughs> I do, but I don't like it. I really don't. Um, and it stems from witchcraft. I ain't even going to talk about it. That's a whole nother subject. But here's the thing. Um, what you're doing every day when you are, are with those kids and they got the snot nose and it seems like, man, they're not listening to me. And then somebody has yeah. a blowout and you're like, oh my goodness, what am I doing right now? You right now, you may not see it, but you are building kingdom makers. You are building the next generation up to go out into this world and be salt and light in this world. That's what the, and, and, and as you see where our world is going, our world is not going to need Christians who just going to sit in the background and, and act like Jesus is only a personal Jesus. Our world is going to need men and women who are going to stand up and say, no, 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 Jesus is my King and he your King. And you need to bow to knee now, because if you bow to knee later, later is too late. So that's what this world, especially our, our talking about our American context, we're definitely going to need that. We're going to need Christians who are bold in their faith. And, and that comes from the home. It, it comes from the home. It comes from building them up in the home, having that foundation and knowing truth. And, and, and I would also say, watch what you take in. Um, a lot of these shows that you watch and a lot of these movies that you watch, they're going to promote <laughs> the feminist movement. So you're going to watch these things and be looking at yourself like, wait a minute, what? So why is that woman? Why is she so amazing? Like, I remember when your parents said something about that, like when they were talking about, you know, when Jessica gets done with, you know, raising the children, she's going to want to do something for herself. And I was like, Jessica's doing an amazing job, what she's doing right now. She's doing something that I, I wish these kids had. Most kids, like I wish more kids had a mom like my wife who was who training them up and who was building them. Like I hear these conversations and stuff that I'm having with my small little children. I'm like, I never knew this stuff. Yeah, my husband is hyping me up. He's he's hyping. Nah, that's yeah. hey, y'all, real talk. <laughs> I'm gonna be straight. I'm gonna be all the way 100 with you, okay? I know there's a lot of wonderful moms out there, Boy. but my wife is legit, okay? That's all I'm saying. I ain't doing the Kanye shrug. I'm just saying my wife is legit. So I'm just throwing that out there. What you are doing is amazing work. Don't let this world define you because you've already been defined by Christ. You are in him. You are not of this world. And the world needs what you have. You don't need what the world has. So Amen. that's my encouragement. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, no, that that was that was good. And I I think that uh, I think that's a, a good place to uh to end this part of it. <laughs> and so <laughs> only because we have to, we got to stay no, in our little, our little time uh, limit, but I know that really, that really was good. And I think even your encouragement, I appreciate that. Cause I know you're about to go in on, uh, feminism yeah. 
and that that can really be a whole nother thing in itself and so these these episodes are always like feel like they just like are the tip of the iceberg but if you guys have any questions or comments or you want uh ben to clarify or anything like that we would love to answer your questions or talk about it more. Please let us know. Uh, this is going to be the beginning of our winter break. So you won't hear from us for a little bit. And the next time we come on, it'll be actually Stephanie and Ryan. Unless you guys have some questions or you want us to clarify something, we will definitely uh oh snap yeah. ryan getting on here yes ryan's gonna Man, he's gonna be on time. that so. <laughs> good good it's about time good y'all yes, gonna like so. him that dude yeah he's legit y'all gonna like him yes yeah, so they'll be on next so you guys have a great holiday you guys be blessed love you guys and we will chat with you next time all right love y'all family y'all have a good one all right bye bye